Hello and welcome back to Practicing Human, the podcast where every day we're getting a little better at life. I'm your host, Corey Mascara, and in today's episode, we're going to talk about how to take a break from your mind. More to come on that in a moment. First, let's settle in together with the sound of the bells. Okay, how to take a break from your mind. Now, it's important to start by clarifying something. That when I say mind, this can mean different things. And when I'm using it to label this podcast episode, I mean it in uh, a certain way and in a small way. So in many meditation traditions, there's a distinction made between what is called the small mind and the big mind. The small mind refers to the thoughts, mental images, judgments, beliefs, the the sense of self. This is the small mind and it's important. It helps us navigate the world. It gives us an idea of who we are. We use it to interact with people, memory, all this stuff. It's great. But there's this other mind, the big mind that is much more spacious, vast, and inherently peaceful. So this is the part of you that is not tossed around like leaves in the wind. It's not consumed by thoughts, by judgments, by the ideas about who you are and everything that's great about you and everything that's not great about you. It's not tormented or confined by needing to control everything. The big mind is the part of us that simply knows what is happening in the moment that it's happening. It's the part of us that rests in the background. We might call it awareness, consciousness, knowing, our higher self. To put a very cliche analogy to it, The small mind is like the weather patterns moving through the sky. The big mind is like the sky itself. Even though sometimes when you look up, there might be dark clouds, gray clouds, light clouds, rain, hail, wind. Even though that is the the prominent experience, the thing that we see, there's something behind it that is constant, consistent and we could say fundamentally pure and whole. And so one thing that we're doing in contemplative traditions and practices, and by that I mean different meditation practices, even the practice of mindfulness, is reconnecting to this aspect of our humanness that we're just so disconnected from. I think most of us are much more familiar with what it's like to be caught up in the small mind. The thoughts, the judgments, the ideas. In fact, many of us live our entire lives like that without even knowing that there's some other part of us that we can access. Something much bigger and much more grounded and much more peaceful. And so one way that we can take a break from the small mind is by connecting more intimately to the big mind. 
And this is something I've been playing with uh, more specifically in my meditation practice, but very much just in waking moments, especially when I'm going for walks. So I'm in Palo Alto right now, and the weather, the weather is beautiful. For someone that grew up in the Northeast, well, 80 degrees, sunny weather in April is just absolutely wonderful. <laughs> so I've been enjoying yeah, the walks outside, socially distanced, of course, physically distanced, let's, let's say. Um, and just in the trees, uh, get a little bit of quiet, a little bit of ease. And as I'm walking, even though it's very pleasant, I can still feel like the stirring inside of me just from being stuck in the house most of the day, maybe being on lots of different calls, uh, being caught in inbox emails, the general things that need to get done that get one caught in the small mind. And remember, I'm not bashing the small mind. You have to live a lot of your life with, with that mind there. And sometimes we are going to be caught in it, especially when we're solving problems and stuff. So, you know, when I feel myself transitioning into break periods, and maybe you've noticed this for yourself, even though there's nothing you need to do anymore in that moment, you still feel the the buzzing of everything that's preceded. So I, I notice that happening. I feel that energy in my body, the thoughts in my mind. And I just drop into the senses. Because the senses don't have a story. Seeing, hearing, tasting, touching, smelling, they, they don't have a story. There's, they're not inherently judgmental. They're not assessing things as good or bad, right or wrong, pretty, ugly, uh, beneficial, hurtful. No, that's all interpretation in the small mind. So when you just drop into seeing, right, there's just color and there's just a shape. And so I just try and, I, as I'm walking, I just, oh, just seeing. I'm just seeing right now. And I'll hear birds in the background or footsteps or my own feet pressing into the wood chips on the trail. And I'll just go, can I just hear? Not the interpretation of it. Not, oh, this is so wonderful. Oh, this is so terrible. Just, just pure hearing. The primary experience of hearing. Go into smelling. What can I sense? And when I'm outside, it's a good smell, fortunately. So the the freshness of the air. But even then, right, you could get caught up in um, a, a pleasant story around it, which sounds nice and benign, but can condition an attachment and getting caught in the small mind. So you start going, oh, this is so wonderful. It smells so good. Oh, it's so fresh. I love being outside. All of that's, now you're not experiencing the experience. You're experiencing the thoughts about the experience, the small mind. It starts to take over. So I just drop into the experience of smelling, whatever whatever the smell is. And same with the sensations on my body. Warmth, the heat, my feet pressing into the ground. And it's a very subtle dance between getting caught up in the thoughts about the experience and then just settling back into myself. And that's what it feels like. It feels like settling back into myself. And I'm not physically changing. It's not like I'm sitting down or walking backwards. But I can feel a part of me 
just that you know that forward leaning momentum that we get during the day of just like always needing to get into the next moment or complete that next task or the endless to-do list right that that does create this felt sense of leaning forward at least for me and so for me it's like leaning back just settling into myself and receiving experience just receiving not in a mystical kind of way but just the ears know how to hear you don't have to force them to hear. You don't even have to try to be mindful. Try not to be mindful in that moment. You'll, they'll still be hearing. Same with sight. And all of this assuming, you know, the, the various sense experience we, we have available to us. But we all will have some sensory experience. Taste. Smell. Sensation. And so as we, as we settle back into that, relax into that awareness, just the pure primary experience of, oh, there's the breath right now. Oh, there's sound. Oh, there's my feet on the ground. Oh, there's sight, color, and shape. We're slowly taking a step back from removing ourselves from the tyranny of the small minds. We're taking a break from it. And it is important to note that you can take a break from the small mind with the small mind still being present. This, this pure awareness, consciousness, whatever you want to call it, that we're settling back into. The same way that that awareness can just know the sensory experience, it can do that with thoughts and the small self or things like fear and anxiety. Your awareness of fear is not fearful. Your awareness of anxiety is not anxious. And your awareness of your pain is not in pain. It's only when we're disconnected from this big mind that the small mind consumes us and becomes our ultimate reality. But really, it's just one reality. And when held in the spaciousness of big mind... It has much less control over us, and we experience a much deeper peace and freedom. So as you go about your day today, see if you can practice settling back into yourself, connecting to your big mind. It might take some practice, but it's there. It never left you. It's nothing you have to achieve. It's just something you have to remember to connect back into. Thank you for your practice. I'll talk to you soon. And until next time, take care. Hey, if you're appreciating this podcast or this episode in particular, please do share it with someone that you think could benefit from it. A big part of me doing this work, especially doing it for free, is to help get these teachings out there. My mission as a teacher has been to spread these teachings as far and wide as possible to as many people that want them, and also to go deep with people on retreats and in workshops. So this is one of the ways that I, I try to reach a lot of people with these messages. It's very easily scalable because you could just send it via text or via an email. So if you know someone that is going through something difficult right now, or maybe is just looking to connect to their humanness in a new way, their themselves in a new way, then feel free to, to send this over to them. It really could be impactful. 
Uh, and if you yourself are enjoying it and you'd like to leave a, re- a rating or review on iTunes, that always goes such a long way. And if you're rolling your eyes because you did it like six months ago, well, maybe four, not six months old yet. Let me just say thank you. I appreciate it greatly. I read them all uh, and I'm, I'm super grateful. So thanks so much. I'll talk to you soon. And until next time, take care.